So, welcome to our episode three, Shadow and Bones episode four. I will find something to do with the naming. Anyway, I, you know what? I'm just, I'm gonna get right into it, okay? Because once again, I have to ask, as soon as the episode starts, who is this man? Because I'll tell you right now, he's not Maul. We've established no. over the course of a few hours that uh, Emma does not love love. <laughs> this is a whole despises. other man. This is, this is just a basic love story, everybody. <laughs> if you're watching along while you're listening to the podcast, you'll know yourselves that this is just your basic love story. That's what they wrote in for these two characters. I you will know, tell you right of, now, this man did not write her one letter. Not one. It's the notebook. This but is the apparently, note she's writing him. Does she write him gonna... in the book? Yes, many, many times. Okay, so this is just, this is just reciprocate. And this That's man a... does not write her one single letter at all. And he's talking about, oh, weeks have gone by. I still have no letters from you, Lena. This is my third letter. No, it's not. Who are yeah, you? Yeah, it is. It's, he's the man that's in love with the, the sun summoner. It's, and he's like, he's touching his scar because apparently they have matching scars now. So he's touching his oh, scar. Oh, it's not in the book either? No, no, it's not. And he's like, he's trying so hard to get this letter. He's like, I tried to bribe a Grisha to get a letter to the to the little palace. I tried to get a general to write to the little palace on my behalf. And no, what are you, who are you? A man in love. I mean, I've, I think I said that like four or five times by now. So, I mean, I figure that would sunk in. So who is he? I don't know him. I don't so, know him. In the book, then is he just sitting at and just being a soldier while she's yes. off doing stuff? Yes. We so, don't like he's not. We're not pr like privy to his whatever's going on with him right now. We're just solely focused on Alina. It's a first person book, and it's all from her perspective. Okay. okay. Uh. So, but like we know from from any other discussions, uh, that he never wrote to her. He never wrote to her. What? What is this? Um, yeah, it just says, my note just says, well, this is new. But uh, he he does volunteer for a mission. They say that General Kerrigan is hunting Morozova's stag, some sort of mythical creature. They all start laughing like, this is ridiculous. But he goes for it. Because this creature, if killed, can amplify their power. I, I don't know why he because they, they mention in the like they're very on the nose that like if anybody can find this, he's offering a trip to the little palace. Like, OK, do any of them care except Maul about that? Is it, is it widely do. known that the little palace is kind of the, the Ritz Carlton? It's widely known that the little palace is where the Grisha live. But not known that it's like this fancy. I mean, yeah, it's a palace. So they just know it's a it's a palace. It's not like oh, okay. hidden or any secret or anything. But I'm talking about just like it's a good place to go because it's the 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 yeah, but like fancy nobody, schmancy. But it's also like the Greek. I don't know. It's a whole. It was weird. It was just weird. Um, yeah. So he he up and volunteers right away to go hunt down this stag for Alina. Okay. Which I will say he does in the books. He does volunteer for this tracking mission, albeit for, for slightly her? different reasons. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like I, it's for her, but it's more out of the way he explains it. It's more out of a sense of like at the time when he decided to go, it was like a sense of duty to her almost like he felt like he owed her after this life that they'd lived together, that he owed it to her. Um, if this was what? important for her life, that he needed to to be a part of it. But like it wasn't any sort of like. I don't know, it wasn't any sort of like lovey dovey, like. I don't know, whatever they're trying to and paint it as. Nice use of the uh the, the phrase lovey dovey. Um I knew this was gonna happen from the last episode when they were like, All you have to do is get a medal type of thing. I was like, he's gonna do something. Yeah, he's gonna volunteer for something. Take it on the on the on the radar. And I just I wasn't keen on that idea because now it's just uh kind of this ex machina came out of nowhere We're like yes. oh all of a sudden i need this yep. it pops up out of nowhere so i was kind of like uh, yeah i don't know about this that. i don't know about this yeah so i mean i would have rather him try to break into that place you know desert try to break into that place get caught not see her in at all and then them tell him all right you know we're gonna give you this impossible mission if you can pull it off then you can come back and then he goes that out seems like it would take a long time yeah, that's just, but if they're going to already focus on his character, 
Eh. <laughs> you might as well show that instead of take out the the, re- the letters part and show him doing that. <laughs> I well, bet you, you know would who have doesn't been get more any uh, None of them. She gets no letters. Yep. They both got no letters. Though. They both got no letters. Cause, Cause he's not getting any vice versa. Like he's not. Uh, they are just she's two ships passing in the wind. And in the night, I don't uh, know why I said wind. This, the phrase is in the night. You have fart on your brain, and I don't know why you keep talking about passing wind. It's oh weird. my god! But you know yeah, what? It so, was that. Okay. It was that line two episodes ago about the kid cutting wind or whatever it was. He said it's just in there. Oh yeah, when they were talking about the tests and stuff like that uh but yeah so um no letters for alina she's asking genya about it no letters for her uh but however we do find out zoya was removed from the palace grounds to reassess her priorities which okay that just seems like this is more of a punishment thing as opposed to that she's an important you know mage that gets sent out on missions it is a punishment which is what okay but uh, you said before too that she was like the special you know in the book she's more of the yes. special one yeah. however when she attacks alina who is the new favorite you know it's not to gonna reassess. fly gotta reassess her life and genya yes. presents her with a new kefta which is apparently black yeah it, it looked look blue black, but yes it, it looked was a blue. thousand percent blue you and i both like okay so aaron and i are sitting here watching this and then at a certain point like alina picks it up and she's like black is his color and i think at the same time we went is that supposed to be black yeah exactly that was a royal dark blue that was a very <laughs> dark was. blue it was a hundred percent a blue so i guess that's how they're gonna put in the whole like her turning down his colors and so we did get that in there which is good um but that was that was interesting and yeah, he just kind of hits her with the like, oh, did you not like the color that I picked for you? And they have their little discussion. And I was then, waiting for the line that you told me to um, about her trying not to do anything else to stand out. Which is essentially what she said to an, like, it wasn't the exact line, but essentially it was like, you know, I just want to be like everybody else. Yeah, I just wanted the, the book line. You know, can I hear a book line no. before? No, you can't. You know, before. The, <laughs> and then nobody says anything after that. Nobody exchanges names and we move on. No, um. and then we get the the scene. You know, I was looking no. for I was looking for more character development. No, absolutely And we got not. it, and we got it in um in the the no. he's a general. Is he a general? Yes. I want to use the right he's moniker. A general. You know, I don't want to. The general looks her into the souls of her or the depths of her souls, the windows to her soul. Her you eyes, done with the everybody. souls, and says, "You know what." Call me Alexander. No. And no. in that moment, I'm mad. Elena, in that moment, Elena's like, you know what? I can I can see myself with this man forever. I'm mad. That's what it is. Because do you know, do you know when we find out what his name is? Two right, books from four? now. You don't find out until the third book. He doesn't have a name but, until book three. But he has a he has a he has a name in in no, episode four. Absolutely <laughs> not. What are we doing? What do I'm? What, what are we doing? The and, name he, has no, and he's not even the one that tells her. I'm pretty sure. The name doesn't bear any like magical power over him, so it doesn't. It's matter. just it's we no. It's weird. It's weird because that's important. Like that's an important knowing his As name is an important enough. thing important enough for no. him to tell her no her i'm mad this is dumb we, He's it, we build couldn't, trust. it wasn't enough that we have to give him a name and call him general kerrigan but now we have to skip ahead two books and give him a name Emma, just call the man the darkling and it, he already was yeah i was about to say like let's go back he was already known as freaking kerrigan or whatever which is which is one thing okay i could ex- i could accept that but this is too far this is too far because they have not used the darkling whatsoever they have besides not in a derogatory term from the freaking the northern Fjordan. guys. No, what is 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 that what their name is? The yeah. Fjordans? The Fjordans. Yeah, the Fjordans. Um so it's I'm cool. Upset. He's got a name. He's he's got a name. So No, he doesn't. His is. name is the Dark Lake. And it's it makes it personal between the characters. I'm now. mad. He's he's and I'm guessing in the book it's the same feeling, right? Of he's looking at her as kind of a um a savior type of thing yeah as well right okay so yeah if i'm gonna be the one to help you unlock your power and save the the nine realms absolutely not i i need 
I need you to trust me. And how do you trust me? You By know calling first, me the Darkling. You know my first name. No, the know? fuck we do not. I'm and then when we were starting to do podcasts together and we first met and you kept calling me the Darkling, I was like, you know what? I need wow. you to trust me. Wow. So can you call me Aaron? Wow. And you so I, was, never. I got past all that racism. And I was, I was like, this is, this is how we move forward. You could All right. Okay. So he you? is Alexander. He's the Darkling, he is, and you will call him as I such. will refer him. I'm, I'm never going to recall him as the Darkling. I am always going to refer to him from now on as Alexander. Alexander. My God. Oh, and that set me she, off. And I, I think later in the episode, she actually says Alex. No, she called him Alexander. Mm, okay, we'll keep going. Yeah. But I'm watching it with subtitles, so... Mm, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it's time for a heist, Aaron. Okay, it's time for a heist. Uh, it's time for lamb chops. How it's dare you? <laughs> he named him Bullet, okay? And he left him a bullet to remember him by, and he gave him to this nice barmaid who's going to take care of him, and it was a touching moment. She is going to eat the crap out of that thing. Probably, yes. But it Jesper doesn't need to times. know that. His goat friend is going to live forever in his heart, okay? I have or a his stomach. I mean, if he can, you know. But they're, so they're talking about uh, how to get into the Winter Palace and the fact that it's even more difficult at this point because there's the Winterfett, to, to, which is some big-ass party that everybody's going to be at, and there's going to be a ton of security, and they're just basically screwed. Why are we calling this just Winterfest? Because it's a fet. Is fet an actual word for party? Yes. Mm, I feel like you don't know that. Yes. <laughs> so the yeah. Darkling and Alina... Go on a nice little stroll. Sorry, I had to Google it. This is a celebration or festival. Yes, it but is. But yes, they go on a stroll. They go on a little stroll. They're making wishes at a fountain, I guess. I don't know. This was weird. Uh, and he's, you know, he's 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 revealing himself to be very vulnerable, okay? He used to come here as a child when he, uh, he used to run away and hide here when, when he would remember that he was the descendant of the most hated Grisha in all of the world. And he wanted to be anybody else. He would come here to this fountain. It's it's good backstory for him though, because it's it's a thing where you understand that character. The whole world has been changed. Well, not the whole world. Your whole country has been changed by um, something that you are that yeah. happened, you know, a long time ago. And it's so rare that there is only you around. So yeah. you're a constant reminder of why your your country isn't what it used to be. Even though you're not bad, it has nothing to do with you. It's just that power that you have is the reason why your your country is the way it is. Yeah, and so, which yeah, is what I, he's I you know he's talked to. Oh, he talks about later in the episode about just like the loneliness that that entails, and and a little bit of how he can understand Alina, um, and what she might be feeling at the moment. Although they're different, but so and then we get a little bit of the Black Heretic story of how the fold initially started and and what happened with the Black Heretic and how he was the the king's right hand and then he got a little too power hungry as does tend to happen. What did he do? How did he get more power? Created the fold on accident. No, but they said how he got the the power to do that though, didn't he? I thought they said that he got the uh more amplifiers. Oh yeah, he got an amplifier. Yeah. Strapped a whole bunch of carcasses to him, probably. Did he get, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. No, I don't think he got multiple. He just wanted to make an army. He wanted to make an army similar to the way that Morozova had, like, created creatures. He wanted to do that himself, mm. but create an army for himself. And it went very, very wrong and created the fold, which not only did his plan not work, it also killed him and everybody around him. So that didn't mm. go so well. And now everybody hates him. And his descendant, apparently. But is it, I wonder, is it his descendant or just somebody that has the same powers as him? In the show, at least, they're going with descendant. That's a new Because why wouldn't edition? you just kill off the family? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would think. I, these... I wonder if they just thought it's easier to understand that they have the same power if he's a descendant. Like, I, I don't know why they chose that route. In the book, is he not a descendant? He just has no. the same power? Yeah, he just has the same power. Um, But yeah, so he, you know, they talk about the whole story and how he's spent his whole life looking for a solution to this. And now Alina's here and she is his salvation, which freaks her out. Yeah. Rightly so, I would say, because now there's all this pressure on her 
And she's she basically like, if I don't do this, if this doesn't work, then I am the new heretic. I'm the one that they hate. I'm the one that they come to kill. You know, and Alex is straight up like, I will not let that happen. The Darkling won't let that happen. Look, Emma, the fans know him as Alex. All right. And then he says, he says, you didn't see the trailer. So no, because it's in the teaser. Because it's in the teaser. You just hear his voice say that you and I are going to change the world. I didn't. I don't remember that. Important book quotes. Oh, so that's said in the book? It's another one from the book. Uh, We do love our Darkling lines. But, uh, yeah, so we get back to to Maul. So they have their little little stroll in the gardens and their little vulnerable backstories. Uh, We get back to Maul, who is going after the stag, and Mikhail and Dubrov decide to go with him because they're good friends. Uh, Yeah, they're good cannon fodder. (laughs) I mean, mean, let's let's call it what it is. You're not wrong. Let's call it what it is. So Alina goes back for her lessons with Bagra. They're a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more in depth than her first one. They at least last more than 30 seconds. She's not doing yeah. much, but, you know, they last a little longer. Good for her. She's yeah. getting there. What was weird, we're just, I don't know, Alina, everybody's kind of obviously very different than they are in the books to a certain extent. Um, but Alina is here, you know, after her lessons with Bagra, she's talking about them with um, Nadia and Marie and you really get the sense in the show that, like, they're all friends. And they yeah. are. But, like, she does not really like Nadia and Marie in the books. It's do they? Just, do they? Just is it just like. Mean. like are they all, mean? They're all kind of like, they're all kind of mean. So there's this whole hierarchy or maybe not hierarchy, but separation within the Grisha ranks um, that Genya has to explain to her in the beginning. Because Genya is the only person she knows. And she, you know, asks, you know, do you want to eat dinner with me? And Genya's like. Oh, um, well, and like, there's this awkward moment where she's like, you know, the ethereal key don't really eat with the corporal key and the corporal key don't really sit with the, like, little, little, there's a lot, there's a huge faction and like, there's a lot of backstory where like they, nobody really respects Genya because she works for the queen. And I don't know, like, if you picked it up, but Genya wears a white kefta. Nobody else wears a white kefta except... I literally thought they were just her clothes. No, that's... Nobody wears white except the servants. Huh. And so nobody really respects Genya because they don't really see what she does, her tailoring, as important or worthy. Um, So she's, like, kind of trying to explain to Alina that, like, you probably don't really want to hang out with me too much in the open and like they're not gonna want to you to sit near me or i got nothing but boss from her the whole time yeah no i mean she is but she also understands like her personality especially behind closed doors with lena is very much what you see in the show but she understands the environment that she's in as well and how to live within it Hmm. okay Uh, yeah so she doesn't really like Nadia and Marie a lot because, like, they talk a lot. They basically just talk a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit talking that goes on. Like, they're kind of friends of convenience in the way that, like, oh, you know, we're the same order, so we sit together and we'll talk, and it's just easier this way. But it's um, tradition. This is, we sit at this table because yeah. we're these people. But whatever. so when she starts okay. talking to them, it really struck me when she starts talking about um, her lessons with Bagra because she is very, very adamant in the books to hide that she cannot summon at will. She doesn't want anybody to know that ever. So she doesn't um, talk about her lessons with Bagra. She doesn't train with the other Grisha. She doesn't, like, nobody knows that she can't just do it on command. Because, I mean, there's all the pressure on her. Exactly. Right? Okay. And then so not only is she so, telling them about her Bagra lessons, but she's telling them about Maul, which is also something she doesn't tell anybody about. Like, she doesn't have anybody that she can talk about that stuff with. So we're, like, getting away from that, like, in the books, like, or in the in the show, at least, she has more support within the little palace than she feels she has in the books. Hmm. Okay. At least in Nadia and Marie. I mean, there's small, tiny changes. Nothing gigantic, drastic, you know. Not story-wise, but personality-wise, it's it's quite a it's quite a departure. Especially, like, just the fact that she's willing to tell people that she can't summon or that she's struggling to summon is interesting. Mm. But, uh, you know, you know who who's rocking his change is Kaz with his little beret? You noticed that, huh? I did. I did notice the beret. It was a nice as, look. That's his, his uh, alter <laughs> ego, whatever that guy's name was. Uh, that Ivanov? I think something the architect. I thought it, I literally thought it was going to go with something French, 
because of the, the beret. The beret, you're racist. Yeah. You're racist. Oh, oh, okay, but I'm not only the, the French one can going wear berets now. Calling people darklings, but anyway, wow. they're, they're doing. They're pulling off the heist right now. Is what they're they doing. They are. They they're all have their ready roles. For it. And so I'm trying to they, think. I, was this? Uh, this was the the whole heist all at once. We didn't. We didn't split back yeah, and yeah. forth. Yeah. No. 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 That was everything right off the the rip. And because everything just, did, like, just went explaining the whole time while they were well. doing it. Was so we it got, supposed we got to cats. not go well? I mean, it's new, so this is all brand new. Oh yeah, that's right. Because this is this all, is all uh, new extra stuff. That's right. So you got Kaz uh, uh, running the diversion of sorts and getting the uh, location of the blueprints. Uh, Jesper turning off the lights. Inej dangling her way down into the records room. It just Chef's kiss went off perfectly. Even when it didn't go off perfectly, it went off perfectly because Jesper has peak timing. Yeah, no, nah, it was good. It shows that they're a well-oiled machine. Like they very they, much are. It just it just makes me happy to see them doing heists. I'm a I'm a fan of a be, good heist. It's gonna be weird if they do actually do the Six of Crows and these characters have interacted with like the main storyline. It's gonna be very weird. I think it'll be fine because Six of Crows doesn't really touch over into Shadow and Bone, so it's something that you can easily put in as a reference of like, remember that thing that we did two years ago? That was weird. Anyway, here's our lives now. Hmm. Like that's easy enough to pull off. You think they'd do a thing where they uh, run the shows uh, at the same time? I As they're doing season two, know. they they're like, we're gonna just focus on this book and screw doing the little prequel stuff. And then while this all drops, we also have uh, Six of Crows coming out, and we drop them at the same time. So you're thinking another one like this where they do book two of Shadow and Bone and they do Six of Crows in the same show or two different shows at the No, two running? different shows that huh. are just running simultaneously. I mean, they could, I guess. I'm trying to think if there's anything that would preclude. Well, maybe. That way no, you kind you of can make fast track. You can make that work because there's really only like two characters from the Shadow and Bone series, one of whom uh, or I think both of whom we haven't met yet. That appear in Six of Crows books. You could, you could. I mean, they could make that work. I don't know that. I, I would definitely not want them to be the same show because I think Six of Crows needs its own moment. Yeah, that's why I mean. So, so you can get your own moment for Six of Crows. That's what I'm saying. Like, rip them out of it and be like, okay, we're going to focus just on the Shadow and Bone series. So you, that you'd have the two, the one and the spinoff running at the same time. What other show does? Yeah, that, where like the main show and the spinoff run at the same time. CSI and CSI Miami. Okay, we're not talking. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> no, what? Not NCIS or CSI. What like okay, legitimate just, television show? I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I gave you those. Well, back in the day, they used to do that stuff. There was like Mork and Mindy had uh, spinoffs. Okay, but what about a drama? Off. I'm not talking sitcoms or like episodic or uh, or Law and Orders. You're not talking about yeah. any of those because I mean, those what kind of shows. drama had that? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Somebody's got to be the first, though. So just why not be them? Be the, let them do it. It's 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 possible, is what I'm it's, saying. It's possible. It's possible. You might. You know what the problem is? You mm -hmm. might um, cannibalize your audience. That's what I'm saying. No, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. You watch. You binge watch everything. So no, there's no cannibalism. <laughs> you can binge watch one and be like, oh man, I gotta wait till the. Oh no, wait. I still got the same but, world, but, but over here. Is it is it produced by the same people? Because that's that's double the money. That's double the cost. Yeah. yeah, but you're getting double the revenue. Are you though? You're getting streams, right? And that's I what they know. get the money for. Anyway, I don't know how we've gotten very works. off topic. Yeah. We have, have, yes. We're all into like the logistics of how these episodes. Like are we're run. producers on the show wow. or something like that. My apologies. Trying to plan out. To everybody whatever. listening, that Aaron got no, they love that stuff. They love that type of stuff. Alexander would love it. How did his name is the Darkling <laughs> and he wants to know about Nina? Is mm. apparently where we're at here. He asks, he starts asking about Nina. He says Fedor needs to find her. Uh, you know, she's off on some special mission, and the fact that you know they can't contact her, something could be happening. How are they contacting? Is this still letter by mail through with everybody? Yes, because it's a couple of months. Let's face it. With the know. intelligence of with the intelligence of these people, that's a couple of months. Wow. I don't think I don't think they've figured out the the uh the Pony Express yet. I feel like they haven't. 
I'm just going to say you that. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. Mm, uh, this is where we head back to Maul, Mikhail, and Dubrov. And so when the three of them volunteered for this mission, what I thought was going to happen is that they were joining a mission in progress. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. This is oh, no. It's just these new. three assholes by themselves chasing a stag. Yeah. What? And I figured it was just because this is a stupid mission that nobody even cares for. Like, if, if it never gets done, they're not going to care. So, yeah, I can spare one guy and his two goons to, to go off. Yeah, I don't no. really care so for them the anyway. So when the Darkling creates a mission, like, that's not... Even if they don't believe in it, like, that's still the general of the Second Army needing you to do something. So in the books, it's like a big expedition um, with a bunch of people. There's First Army and Second Army people in it. And he volunteers to join it and go with them. And then Mikhail and Dubrov are like, you know, if you're going to go, I'm going to go. So the three of them join this big mission in progress. Um, also, yeah. budget budget can't afford... That many actors? Yeah. That many people on each mission? Because you said the first, when they first, episode one, they were all going, correct? Yes. Yeah, budget can't. We've, we've got a budget here, Emma. We have to stay He's on Making budget. everything smaller, making all these missions smaller. Correct. Yeah, so it's just, it just looks so weird, though, that, like, just these three idiots going after some mythical stag by themselves. Okay. And he's still writing her. He's still writing her. fellowship, yeah. But okay. back on the definitely not a slave ship. Uh, wow. Matthias is trying to feed Nina for some reason. I don't know if he, you know, we don't, we don't know. Is, is he feeling bad? Is he needing information? Who knows? It's the rough and tugged, tugged, tugged terrible, <laughs> rough and rugged uh, male figure that's confused and angry at the world. And he just needs the understanding, kind, uh, you know, clarity of a young lady to come in and change his rough ways the one that he's chained to a a somewhat sinking boat given that it's constantly flooding oh i'm sorry do you do you not have 50 shades on your shelf right now i didn't say it's good snm is fine apparently to to certain people wow so that's all the same but she i mean she absolutely calls him on it though she's like you don't like you're just trying to make yourself feel better about sending me to my death which is exactly what you're doing and i'm not gonna let you uh, but they go they go back and forth a bit. Uh, she moves from that to realizing, oh, you want information about the Darkling. Also not going to give you that. Suck my dick. Like, she's not playing into this at all. Yeah. And, I mean, understandable. You know, her loyalties lie with Alex, and that's where she's going to. His name is the I Darkling. Does, his, you know what it is. Um, but what I thought, I literally thought it was a legitimate moment for him to doubt his his ways yeah you know um, and then she spit the bread what? at him and he's like maybe not. yeah and then you just undo all the work that you just did no good girl she should have spit it at him you just undid the whole entire thing now the bully can't you know be the, the love interest really but that's just... but that's is it not no, emma you're just on this is how is it so not? for those of you listening i recently introduced aaron to the horror that is the existence of the bully romance genre because if i had to know about it you had to know about it so i found and, out and i told you and now that i know about it i see it in every single story i'm sure you do because this one here is a blatant <laughs> bully love romance you can't lie like he boloed her when they first met. He did. He very much <laughs> so, did. And he's locked her up in chains and he's basically starved her. Yes. Like he just now is starting to try to feed her. But and keep in mind, you. there's other Grisha down here. Like he, he offers her some bread. But there's like and it, so in in this, there's like four other people in there. In the book, there's like a big giant cage of all of them. There's like a bunch of them. Budget, Emma. Budget. <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah. So he, uh, you know, he's trying to offer her some food, and she's like, "Nah, dude, no. What are you talking about? You just are kidnapping all of us to kill us. So no, I'm not gonna help you absolve yourself of some whatever newfound guilt you found in yourself. Nah. But she will. She will. 
Let's let's be honest. After she I don't a know bunch this. of bread at him. Hey, that's just foreplay. That's all that is. Jesus that's just a little food play. That's, all that's that terrible. Is. That's terrible. <laughs> don't ever say that again. It's just a little food no. play. It's fine. The dregs. You know the story. We're going you back to the know the, the story. We're going back to the heist. <laughs> yeah. All right, move on. Move on. Okay, okay. They need an acrobat. Uh, um, the conductor has found a way for them to get in. They he, he he sabotaged this woman, maybe maimed her for life, took her out of her profession, and it worked. Maybe a bruise. Maybe a thigh bruise. Clearly it's failed. enough that she cannot perform, okay? And they need an acrobat. Yeah, you can't perform with thigh bruise. And guess who we have? An acrobat. The, one of the hottest women in the show. Very Actually, much. can I say that? Yes. Yeah, I, I feel confident. Are you trying to think about like how that. old she is or what? Oh, no, they're all old enough. I I don't think any of them are young unless you, you know, you go to the flashbacks and I don't care about any of those characters. So <laughs> I'm looking at all the But yeah, she's uh she's a looker. She's gorgeous. Yeah, cuz I, I was just trying to think of all the other uh the like the Grishas that are there cuz I think uh what's her name? Zoya. The, uh, yeah, Zoya is definitely a hottie. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, Inej, I give a tie. <laughs> Inej is both gorgeous and very talented in that she is herself an acrobat, is going to be their way she in. She was yes. very excited. The actress was very excited about her training for this scene. Uh, she, she was very into the doing the aerials to get ready for it. And then I guess oh, okay. they, they all needed to like do a little, they was like no freeloaders. So Jesper pulls up with his sharpshooting. Uh, well, because his, the actors are the, 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 uh, the circus or the festival people that they're taking the slots from, uh, uh, Jesper was like, hey, she's good and all, but this is a package deal. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, no, you can't, you know, we're performers. You can't just take randos in there. And so, yeah, it makes, it made sense. I like, how they, I like how they played way. it. Kaz is, uh, he's useless right now. How dare <laughs> I'm you? I'm sorry. He's going to kill he's you. He's useless right now. I understand he is the brains of the operation, but he'll make his own only way. get you so far in in circus dole that's, that's all it is anyway pick up something like him be a roadie really terrible yeah it's about getting the job done not your status while Which you're doing the do. job he, he will get the job done okay okay dirty okay. hands always gets the job done that sounds that sound dirty? dirty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this is what you're calling this man? Dirty hands? That's his name. That's his name. Yeah. Sounds like I'm not even going to say what it sounds like. Yeah, whatever. Actually. Anyway, Alina's training. She's got more Bagra training. Bagra does not look mm-hmm. enthused. She's very. She's basically bored with this girl at this point. She's like, you can't do anything. Yes. I don't really care about you. Uh, Alina wants an amplifier. She's like, well, maybe if I had one of those, you know, special dead animal bones, maybe, maybe then. And she's like, amplify what? You can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, you, you need something there to amplify. And Makes a crack about nothing, her mother. Oh, that always dang. gets the orphans. That always gets the orphans. Wow, you act like you have experience with joking about orphans' mothers or something. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what I've experienced. It's like, that always gets the orphans, I know. That always gets them. <laughs> you know what else gets them? Drugging their tea, apparently. And what was the purpose? To give what us a flashback. To give us a no, flashback but I'm saying, we need. Why not tell her? Like, hey, I'm going to give you something to help you get to this point where we're trying to get you to. You know, instead of just why would she do that? springing it on to somebody. Is she Bagra or Bill? Because wow. I feel like she might be a cosplay dropping stuff in people's drinks. So we get a flashback to. <laughs> I'm just moving on. I'm just moving on. We get a flashback to uh, the day the Grisha testers came, and apparently they did not run away. Uh, apparently they did get tested. I don't know what we're doing here with this like fake out so, runaway. Well, you didn't. You said that's what kind of happens. Yeah. Though, right? So they do get tested, but the thing is, they say that Maul can't be tested because he has a scratch on his hand weird not a thing um so he's not tested and then uh alina is but she still has a piece of that that they broke a mug and she has a piece of that broken porcelain in her hand she says the test uses sudden pain to test if you're a grisha so um you know she protected herself she put her like it wouldn't notice if you were already in pain i don't know what the fuck this means that's not how it works because 
she's been in a lot of pain before. I don't and, know what they're doing. And it never manifests itself. So what what are what are we doing? And I'm trying to remember how the Grisha testing works. And I wanna say it's similar to the Darkling in the 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 way that he's like a human amplifier. It's not nearly as like blatant as his, but you have these people who can sort of like bring up power if it's already there. And I want to say that's okay. how it works. So this whole like it uses pain to test and like that's why Maul didn't get tested and I did, but I just put myself in. Like I get that you did that cuz it's easy to explain why it didn't work, but also it I don't know. Or don't know. you could have just created an artifact. And, and then, like, this thing can like she show clearly you remembers power. it. Like there's no indication that she's like unlocking this memory that she'd blacked out. Like she's like explaining it. She's like, "Yeah, I just used this so that nothing would happen." And like I didn't know that I was Grisha. I was just trying not to be separated from him. Which mm. is weird. They love each other. Whatever. Love I don't know what's weird. happening here. Uh, you know who doesn't love her though is Bagra but she gets some tough love from Bagra I don't remember what exactly was said but she all my note just says is tough love from Bagra um, he's like what are you so, waiting for like what are you holding back for nothing you have nothing anymore Bagra is the one does Bagra teach everybody or just yes. only specific people because no. I don't see her out in the field with everybody she uh, well because like uh, Marie was talking about you know that her horrible lessons with Bagra and she's like well Bagra once let loose a hive of bees on me and it worked and mm. now i can like after that i could summon so it's kind of one of those where like bagra helps um grisha get to a point where they can use their powers at will and she kind of helps them master them or like at least get a handle on them and then they go out into regular training mm, okay so that's kind of what okay. you know what she's there uh so she gets her tough love from bagra heads back to her room she can't sleep she's tossing and turning Goes out for a late night stroll down the halls. And who should she find? Alex himself. But the Darkling. The, the darkest of Alex's. And he's in like this uh, ladies man robe. Yeah, he is. Where yeah, he's like, he come in, have a drink. Let me, you know, like all the tricks, guys. You guys know. Uh, he's, he's doing, uh, I don't know, studying a map? Yes. What, what is he doing? He's at like and, a war table. Yeah, but there's so much you can do. There was very remedial drawings on that whole thing. Wow. So he's just <laughs> having a little late night uh, wallow session, as we are all want to do sometimes. You know, we're all we've all been there. But he starts, what? you know, he's talking about how <laughs> don't worry about it. He's talking about how you know he's felt alone. Um, he's buried his friends. Now his own people are turning on the Grisha just like they did back in the day, and like. You know, what's going to happen? There's just too much going on. Basically, he's like, there's too much pressure. Everything's happening all at once. Everything's going wrong. What to do? And then, mm. you know, she grabs his hand and boom, light. It's very dramatically well, visual. Visually you didn't, dramatic. You didn't, you didn't talk about all the, the darkness that starts to surround them both. He does. He does start to... There's a little slip of control while he's upset. Exactly, yeah. Shadows it, it, loom. So... Would you I thought rather, this is where the Would you rather have it. the Darkling power or the Sun Summoner power? I don't know what the Sun Summoner power is. I mean, she just <laughs> summons the sun. She A ball? Light. She summons oh, light, okay. Aaron. You saw what she um, did in the fold. I would think the I would think the sun is probably more useful. Ah, I'd want the dark. Yeah, no, nah, sun is definitely more useful. Every time you wake up in the morning and, like, your blinds aren't all the way closed and it's too bright, and you're like, I want to go back to sleep, but the sun is too bright. If I'm in the darkness and I need a light, I just shine. Wow. <laughs> that sounded inspirational. Well, I mean, I am that type of person. But she grabs onto him, <laughs> light everywhere. She tells him, you're not alone. You're not alone. They have a little And then moment. he goes in. He goes moment. in for it. No. He had a moment. She <laughs> was like, nah, bro. And he was like, wait a minute. I thought we were going somewhere. I grabbed your head. <laughs> like, yeah, you did. We, you know, I've been waiting for you, you know, type of situation. What happened? I don't and know. She, I'm, it goes back to, what's her name? Uh, uh, the the trainer girl, Barga? Barga? Bagra? Bagra? Bagra, 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 
when she was like, who are you holding on to? That's specifically what she said after she got out of yeah. her uh, trans thing. Who, people? She's holding on to Mal. She's she holding is. on to Mal. She very but, much is. So there's no room for Alex when, you know, Mal is still involved. Team Alex or Team Mal? Who are you? Oh my That's God. what you guys are asking yourselves right the now. Darkling. <laughs> oh my god we're back on the ship which is apparently now like fully gonna sink potentially the storm is getting bad this is the shittiest ship in the world and where are they they're going back to they're going uh, back to fjorda or fjorda yeah. yes f-j-e-r-d-a fjorda it's too many bjordans <laughs> it's the only bjordan in the show well because <laughs> it's the only what <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> too many beardas. It's the only one. But there's, I don't know. I keep getting them confused with like, because there's only, you only said two different words in their language: the name of their country and mm. then those specialized skills. Yeah. So. Not for all I know, like for all I know, Jaskel could be the country, and Fierda no. could be the, the actual killers. Fierda is the country. Jaskel are the highly trained killers. I, highly that's highly so the uh the the captain is telling is telling the young man uh whose name we don't have at this point um that if the storm gets bad they kill the captives you just kill him and he says he's he's scandalized he says oh, but they're due to stand trial oh honey is, my note literally it, says oh honey is the captain from fierda they're all fjordan oh, okay i was just wondering if he was just like maybe a, the captain of a boat yeah, no, they're like... they're all they're all Juskel, they're all Fjordan. Um, okay, but yeah, and he's like shocked that they would have him kill the captives before they stand their very legitimate trial. Yeah, I oh, mean, honey. as far as he knows in his head, yeah, that's exactly what this oh, is. This you is... little brainwashed racist. That's why I was like, she undid all of it. If there was an inkling of I could probably save this bully, not anymore. Wow. Wow. Not anymore. She she spit in his face and she also spit out the chance. How dare to save you? This bully. How to dare save you? You gotta stop bully. calling him. You gotta stop doing that. This is terrible. Oh, should I not call him a bully? I mean, terrible. he seemed to have. He's a little worse than way. a bully. The, the Driscoll are a little worse than bullies. All right. I mean, we're, we're if, straight up murderers. If he's, if he's redeemable, which I feel like in this show he's gonna be, then. I'll put him on the bully level. Good God. I'll put him, I'll put him on the bully level. Anyway, speaking of Fierda, the the three trackers that are tracking the mythical beast, and apparently it's just three. This is so stupid. The three people that are tracking this myth, mythical beast have crossed over into Fierda. Yeah, and they could tell from, like, the markings on the trees. Yes. And, um, Fierda don't, um, they don't uh, mark certain trees up. Yeah, so they, trees ash trees are sacred to them, um, sacred to them and their god, Jell. Uh, so they don't they don't mess with ash trees. Yeah, that's where the the wildlings come from. So, so my note literally says more letters from Mall. Next letter, no letters from Mall. So he's still writing. She's still not getting any. Which is just you know the notebook. And at this point, <laughs> you know she's is. waited long enough, and she's thinking back. She's thinking back on their lives together and on the things he said to his friends. You know how she's his little friend, and she's starting to think, oh, oh. I'm attached to nothing. Yeah. She's getting there. She's it's, getting there. It's it's a little, it's more than a little. It's freeing for her, you know, because then she can, you know, unlock her full potential. And we hear um, Bagra, a little voiceover saying that needing anyone else is weak, which is. Which is stupid. It's a line that is not attributed to her in the book, and it's like a bastardization of the line, and I'm curious if they're still going to keep it in, because it's kind of a big thing. It's like a fan yeah, favorite we, of a line. So I'm curious to see if they still keep the new one in. We already established and, you know, who says it, so, you know. We'll see. Uh, but she, you know, she decides, you know, I'm done. I'm done holding on to this. I'm done, you know, whatever this is. We're over it. And she goes back and she goes back to Bagra. She pounds in and she walks up very confidently. She makes a slightly larger ball of light Well, than what she had previously. You're like, um, there's interspliced between that happening or, you know, her confidence and, and stuff like that. Um, and um, 
her remembering more and more about what's his face and um, pulling back and stuff like that. Um, All the while, though, after she makes this ball and she comes to the realization of let me let him go, Mal, go. Let's cut back to Mal, who is in his, you know, inner monologuing his writing about his friend going out to pee in the middle of the night. Um, and then he hears something out there. Yeah, he's, he... he's talking about this, like, whenever he's near Alina, he thinks about Alina, he hears this, like, tone in his head, and he knows that it's yes. her. And then he can kind of hear something about this stag and like he knows that it's connected to her. And like this is like the last thing, you know, if if I can give you anything in life, I can give you this. And like I can I can do this for you, which like, okay, I don't know who you are, but okay. Uh, So So he he hears it. He goes out and we see a stag. Not yet. Nope. He goes out. Because you, you see it, you see it back in like the area. Like he goes out to look for it. You kind of see it behind the trees, but then you get distracted by a little fight. Just a little fight. And oh, you see the you see the nose. Yes. Are you looking at the I scene? See. Are you looking at the scene? I had to see the I had to My see because I didn't see that nose the first time. I promise you. I didn't see it's a tiny, tiny nose. Uh-huh. And then I have subtitles because I'm reading while I'm going. Um and it said all I heard, all I saw was it says animal breathing or animal breaths. So apparently you hear it as well. Yes, you do. Um, I mean, maybe if you weren't get... reading subtitles, you would see. Oh, excuse me for being educated I'm and liking saying. to read from time to time. Oh my I'm gosh. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. How far are you into Lovecraft Country? I'm savoring a book. Thank uh-huh. you for the last Thank seven you. months, eight months. Oh, excuse me Has that I like to year? enjoy things. Has excuse it me. May for... have been a year. It's not been a year. Anyway, they get attacked by the yeah they the, uh, do the Drewskis. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah they uh they they get their asses kicked. They they die real good. They Mikhail and Dubrov they are gone. They are they get gone. a couple of them though. They they, they do. They manage to take out like four or five of them, and then these assholes and- with their repeating rifles, which is coming up again, their fancy huh? ass artillery. Mind you, I don't understand if the um, if the Fjordan have repeating rifles and Ravka has none, the war's over. That makes no sense. But to Ravka me. also have Grisha, which if does Fjorda even not playing has well no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Give me a hundred freaking automatic rifles like that that they just use to mow down those three men. <laughs> Versus your best Grisha, and I guarantee you, I can take them all down. Yeah, I have not seen could. one. I, I have not seen one create a hurricane. You haven't you know? really seen any and of them do anything at this point. Anything bigger than what a gun could do? Yeah. Because when I saw them fight in an actual gunfight, they were getting shot down like, like it was the easiest thing in the world. I'm just saying, they have they like have rabbits. That's like really freaking like, rabbits and. The they, last of us. They have the Grisha, and that helps them to an extent um, because they have essentially what other people would call magic. They have magic on their side, which is always going to give you a little bit of a bump. But yeah, they like it's part of the whole thing and part of why Dark uh, Darkling, part of why he wants to, like, he's so worried about his country is he's like, you know, their technology is surpassing us. Like, the, the, the time of Grisha power is coming to an end, I think is what he says. Um, yeah. And like, that's not like that's not good for us we're we're screwed if we can't destroy this thing and we can't unite back with our main shipping and trade routes and we can't unite with the rest of our country like we're fucked so you're i mean you're on the right track like it's going to come to a point where the technology of the world surpasses grisha power they're not quite there yet but they're real close because i as soon as 1945 comes around you might as well just be like you're done guys a little bit we're splitting atoms. <laughs> yeah. So they die. Mikhail and Dubrov die. And so they they actually do, as soon as they cross over into Fierda, you know that's where it's going. Because they do die in Fierda in the book as well. Um, essentially, there's a, it's a big expedition. Um, they're all tracking the stag. And they get to a point where they're about to cross into Fierdan territory. And the commander is like, you have to go after it. 
And they all knew it was stupid. They all knew it was a suicide mission because they're like, okay, we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to kill it. We're not supposed to harm it. We have to bring it back with us. How the fuck are we going to get that thing back over the border? Like, this is dumb. So he sends nine of them out and two of them come back and it's Maul and so, somebody else. That's right. Because whoever kills it is the one that gets the amplified power, yes. right? So they okay. are not supposed to harm it, at least in the, in the book. I don't know what they're doing for the show. Um, but in the book, they have, uh, distinct orders not to kill it. I thought they said it in the show, whoever kills it, you know. Yeah, but also, like, Maul put up a gun like he was about to kill it, so I don't know what they're doing. He didn't know what he was going out there for. He has no idea. Yeah. But, so we get some flashbacks there, um, of, like, their early days in the army and, like, Maul getting thrown in the brig just to see Alina and, like, his matching scar. They have matching scars. Oh, my God. So cute. Oh, my God. I hate it. I hate it. Why do you hate love? This is dumb because it's not. I don't know who this man is. I don't know who this man is, but he's not. He's not Maul. Uh, so they have their matching scars. And while we learn about Maul's, uh, Alina decides to erase hers. <laughs> yeah. And without a hesitation. Just get rid of it. Tells Genny to get rid of it. And then, oh my God, we end my note. So this is what I think. I think at a certain point, I accidentally hit the voice uh, dictation button and this because my note says, true north is you. Okay, shut the fuck up. Wow. <laughs> I don't understand why you're, you're hating so much. Because we end with his, like, when I was telling you about true north, my true north is you. Shut up. Yeah. Who is this man? His, his true north is her. I don't oh understand, God. like... I'm getting you, in on you the You don't understand. This man is the most aloof, like, in almost to an, a point of indifference, like, just oblivious man. So what's the problem with him not being? Because it's weird. Actually it's weird. showing. I think, I think you just, you know, I think understand. it's weird. I think it's not Maul. Wow. I think it is. I, I think it is because that's what they're showing me. I hate it. I, th- I, hate I it. think this is what the writer wanted to write in there. And no, I don't think it is. Or she would have. And now, and I mean, she gave her a blessing. She hugged. Wow. That's her blessing. That's what I'm taking as her blessing. So, yeah, I think this is where we're going. I think this is where we're going. So we've. Uh, that's where we're at. We're halfway through the show. How do you feel about it? Um. <sighs> I'm really hoping they don't lean too heavy in the next couple episodes on these love triangles. Yeah. Um, And I kind of see why Six of Crows is probably the better story because those characters are more more interesting. Their story is more interesting, I think. Characters. So, again, Netflix, why not start with that one? Well, you you could have started with that one. You gotta lay the foundation. But there's no there's no reason for the foundation. Yeah, because if, 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 if you're up. thinking if you're thinking long term and you want to do the whole franchise and you want to get into King of Scars and Rule of Wolves, you have to lay the foundation with Shadow and Bone. They could have done it. No, you have to lay they the foundation. Anyway, be... we're gonna get back into the next episode because we have yeah. all right, what time is it? It's 7.15. We had talked about doing four today, four tomorrow. Are you down to keep going? No, let's do the whole thing. Yeah. Let's knock it all out. Let's go. Let's knock it all out. Cause I don't want to. I don't want to wait. To wow, watch you don't want to hang out with me tomorrow. Half of you don't want to hang out with me two days in a row. I see how it is. Uh, I've hung out with you for like wow weeks on wow. end before. What are you talking about? It. Hurt my feelings. Wow. Anyway, Whatever. we'll see you all. Just in end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all in episode four of Grisha Watch, which will be episode five of I Almost Said Dust Watch of Shadow and Bone. Wow. All right, let's go.